A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glut. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. Today, I'm talking to an old friend, Max Disher. He's an awesome guy. I've known him for a long time. Like so many of us, Max has struggled with his weight for years, and his friends do not hold back on pointing that out to him. I want to hear from Max about pressure from his friends as well as his diet and exercise ups and downs. You can find Max at Bunny Eyes on Instagram. Max, thank you for coming in here to talk to us. Thanks for having me, man. I wanted to ask you, so I was always overweight from five years old on. And within my group of friends, it never really came up much at all. I think they tried to bring it up once. It was such a sensitive issue for me that I told them to go fuck themselves, hung up on them. And they were like, okay, we're not bringing it up again. Now, later when it was drugs, they brought that up and they were like, listen, motherfucker, we're going to draw a hard line in the sand over this. We're going to demand you make some change. The difference I see with you is that your friends give you nothing but shit all the time. Yeah. And I want to talk to you about that because my wife and her friends are constantly talking about diets for themselves. Never would one say to another one, you should go on a diet. Uh, You're fat. Right. It doesn't happen. And their bodies have changed through the years to the point where they can say, oh, I, you know, I had a kid and I'm having like the hard to lose 10 pounds or whatever it is, however that works for a chick. But there is something really, really different that's going on with you and your friends. And I want to, I want, just want to get into that and okay. hear what your story is. Yeah. I mean, I was like a wiry dude my whole life. I never really had a problem with weight. I was always like, it was fine. I think when I moved to New York, well, I went, met my now wife and she was a pastry chef and she would bring home all these like test things they would do at Momofuku. She was like the chef there, one of them. And, uh, I would just eat them. And I never had a problem gaining weight or anything. I just, I guess I had a good metabolism or whatever. And then, you know, coupled with, I think, drinking every fucking day. And then 
still managing going to work, but then I'd just have that hangover hunger. And so I'd just go get like a burrito from the bodega. And then just every day doing that, it caught up to me. But I mean, and then like the late night, like four in the morning, I'm starving and cheeseburger, a fucking black and white cookie, like whatever. And uh, it just snowballed from there. And, And then it got to a point where my buddies were just like, dude. Okay, so was that 20 pounds of weight game and some time? Yeah. Or was it being in New York and coming back to L.A. and seeing people? That's what it was. So, But the very end of, because I went to New York in like mid to early 2010, and I left in 2012, like January. At the end of 2011, Ben was like, dude, I love you, but like you're you're getting there. Right. And I was maybe 240. And I was like, shut up, dude. Like, and what, let, just to give me some kind of a reference, when we met, you were much smaller. Yeah. Well, we met prob- prior to you going to New York. Yeah. But what was your weight then? 2, 210. 2, 210. So to honestly, 240, that's not that. I mean, in my mind, 20 pounds is like a couple weeks of hard dieting. Right. But here's the fucked up thing. I started thinking, man, fuck, I'm fat. Like, that sucks. And so, like, you kind of go around, at least for me, it was like, well, I'm fat. I need to start losing weight. And then I'd get all fucked up about it and be like, well, I could just do it one more time. And I could just do it one more time. And I can, and then 20 more pounds. And you're just like going through this, like, oh, okay, it's going to start Monday. And I'm sure you went through that your whole life. Sure. So, just real quick, cutting back to like 2015, I'm looking at the photos of me when I was in New York before I moved back to LA and I'm like, I'm a fucking rail. And I thought I was fat. Right. And that, what you're talking about being a rail, that was 240? It's somewhere in between there. And I have zero belly. Large sweaters are like hanging off me. Right. There's a great photo of me and my wife on top of a roof there. And it's like, I remember that day because I went to like some bar in the Lower East Side with Ben and he like touched my belly or something like that. And I was like, I know, dude. That same day was that photo taken, and I look great. And, and like, today, you look at that photo, and it's like, this is my motivation. Yeah, that's the thing that I want to get back to. Right. And, um, yeah, well, now I'm 327. Okay. So from 240. That's a jump. That's yeah, a real that's jump. A, that's Legit 70 pounds, jump. dude. Yeah. No, 90 pounds. It's Jesus. a little more than 70. Yeah, it's 90 pounds. So, yeah, so since New York, I've gained over 100 pounds. Since you came back here, since you've been had your attention that was 2012. On yes, I've gained getting 100. Lean. Yes, and it's not even getting lean. It was dieting. Right. It wasn't until like a year ago that I started seriously like going to CrossFit. But even in between there, I'd have really like the first four months, I lost like 40 pounds. So I was re- eating really good, and then in between, like you know. It's like this, this whole month has sucked. Right. <laughs> I just keep eating. But you do have a base of dudes who are super supportive of you. For me, it becomes questionable because when I've seen them razz you, I guess yeah. we could call it that. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. if you were a super PC liberal kind of LA woke person, they would be, call it victim shaming and oh, all this yeah. other stuff. Because it doesn't seem to upset it you. We really can call doesn't. it razzing. Yeah, I think it motivates me. I really do. In fact... It just pushes me more to go work out every fucking day. And we're talking about guys that will work out with you. They're not saying, like, come get Jack in the Box at four in the morning. No. There's, like, a core group of dudes in that that we meet three times a week, religiously, and we go work out for an hour. 
doing CrossFit. And those those dudes really are great. Like, we hold everybody accountable. But it also goes back to Raz. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you're letting us down. Like, you know what I'm saying? But And right. we shit on them a lot. Yeah. Like, we post a photo. You've heard of the Sunrise yeah. crew. Yes. We post a photo on that, and it's all the guys that are supposed to be there. If you don't show up... You're going to get shit Yeah, on. you're going to get shit on. Right. And God, This is so different than women, I just want to say. Because <laughs> I have a group text with some girls that I exercise with. And if somebody doesn't show up, it's not like you're an asshole. It's like, oh, my God, you know what? That's okay. You have a busy day. I'm going to be are there tomorrow okay? if you want to come. Yeah. I mean, we are so not like that. Yeah. I cannot even imagine it. I almost want to try it this year because, of course, I'm going to start again in January. So I almost want to just say, like— You want to try giving your girlfriends a hard yeah, time? Yeah. My workout text, I just want to be like, where were you, asshole? You, you know, should. like I think I should or at it's least this, have them do it to me. Yeah, you have to because I feel like if you don't—like, I even tried that when it's just like, oh, dude, is everything— okay text when I didn't make it and I'm like yeah I felt kind of weird and in reality <laughs> I was fucking lazy right. so I feel like that is so important with dudes especially is like you have to shit on each other and you have to hold each other accountable otherwise it's so easy not to show up Yeah, and it's so easy to eat like shit and it's really hard to do the opposite I would just like to point out that you're saying all this and telling me it's not working yeah. at the same time well that's the, the not working part is the eating right the gym is working. Like, I feel stronger. I literally, I feel better. I show up three times a week, yeah. like, without fail. So you're having a physical change. I am. Like, I feel stronger. I notice different muscles in my body are bigger. I can do more push-ups. I can lift more weight. I guess I'm not getting enough shit on, on my diet. Right. What is your diet? I try to do keto, but mostly it's trying to stick with protein and veggies. Okay. And when you say, I try to do keto, did you read a keto book? I bought one off Amazon and read it. You read it? Yeah. And, and, and it and started with, I bought one on Amazon. I didn't know if I read it. Was oh, no, no. I read it. It's, okay. in my, it's in my car right now. Okay. It's so much meal prep for me. I don't have time. Right. And that's another thing is like, I don't have time. I do have time. I just don't have time. <laughs> okay. And, you, okay, yes. In fairness, you are a working guy. You have a wife. You have a kid. Yeah. Are, but let's really get into okay. what it means to do this diet and what kind of time it takes. What is your understanding of the diet? Okay, the understanding of the diet is basically you can eat, like, fatty meats, protein, veggies. And when you say veggies, is that... Anything that didn't have a heartbeat, or is it a specific type? Like, when you say veggies, are you talking about things that are green? Yes, or yeah. What if it uh, was, like, biochemically engineered by man, like corn? You know, is this corn count? Is that a veggie? Are we counting so. corn? I, I don't know. Oh, see? I, I, I would be lying if I said I knew. I don't know. I don't think corn is super <laughs> keto-friendly. No. I don't think potatoes are no. super keto-friendly. No, they're not. But I've also, like, kind of... Done my own version, too, you know, <laughs> where I've, like, kind of veered off and, like, oh, that's not so bad. Right. And so my thing now is, like, if I can just stick to, like, a chicken salad or a steak salad or, you know, salmon salad, whatever, then I'm good. And I did that for, like, a, a good minute. But we had a conversation a while ago, and you—I was, like, because how did you lose all that weight and all that stuff? And you were, like, dude, you just have to not eat. Well— just I mean, here, starve yourself. Here's, but for keto, if you're eating 17 ribeyes every day and you're going, I'm doing keto, but you're eating 
20,000 calories worth of yeah. steak, I don't think you're going to lose weight. I just don't think it matters at that point. What, you know, there's a shift that happens when you go into ketosis. Carbohydrates allow your muscles to fill up with fluid and energy. And when you stop eating carbohydrates, that'll just dump out immediately. So you'll see a, a, a big immediate weight loss on the scale, but it's just that you're purging yourself of, of fluid that your muscles typically hold on to. So then the act of actually losing weight, you still have to have a reduction in calories. So when I was saying to you, you just have to not eat, I'm more thinking like if you're eating a giant steak right before you go to bed, and you've been eating steaks all day or whatever, whatever it is, you're not going to lose a lot of weight. So no, I, even yeah. with keto, you've got to go like, okay, I'm following this, but I still have to be aware that there is a, a, a point calorically where I can outdo what my energy use is. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, I don't ever count calories. I look at a salad and I go, well, that all looks like it's good for me. Can I have two of those? You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so I eat that, and I'm like, well, I didn't have any carbs. Just chicken and fucking leafy greens. I'm good. And I, I'm that probably amounts to not losing the weight that I need to lose. But also, with, after that, I'll have a fucking cheeseburger and fries. Yeah. Because I'm so fucking hungry. So I don't... Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. I mean, it, it depends on what you want to do. If keto is, is the easiest thing to confront, kind it of? It is, for me. Because it's just protein and veggies, really, right? Pro, it's fat, protein, and veggies. Right. Yeah. But I'm, but like that's something I can get behind. I don't know anything else. Like I love meat. I've tried he having just a salad, and I'm hungry like a minute later. Yeah. It just sucks. So the thing that immediately comes to mind is like with a salad, you have to be careful with the dressing, whatever dressing's going I on. It. I don't use dressing. None. I don't like any dressings. Okay. Like nothing. Wow. Yeah. Like oh, I won't get any fucking dressing. Like, it's just not my thing. I also don't like spicy shit either. Right. Yeah. Well, then I think that just avoiding the cheeseburger and fries after the salad is kind of key. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you do that? It's tough. Like, there are weeks when I go, awesome, Monday through Friday. And then Saturday, I'm like, oh, I killed it. Like, I just won. And then I'll go to Starbucks and get, like, a breakfast sandwich and some <laughs> bagel bites and Maybe like a croissant. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then lunch comes around and I was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Let me get a fucking Jersey Mike's fucking 18-inch sub. And then, you know what I mean? So just kind of. And is there ever a point in any of this where you're just like, I don't care? I think it was a point when like I, I would wake up in the middle of the night, couldn't breathe. Okay. And I think that like I've always had sleep apnea. And so that made it even worse. And I was that was the point where I was just like, fuck, dude, like I can't. I can't do this anymore. Like, like afraid I was going to die. Right. And I was like, all right, I need to change something. So I think what happens is I get in this like, okay, I'm going to fucking change everything. And I go like super hard for like a couple weeks. And then I go, oh, well, I lost some weight. Like what's one, one of these nights going to be? Right. And then I just go fucking nuts. I go all night drinking. And, and then, then it's just I stop derailed. by fucking, yeah, Carl's Jr. and get just the nastiest food. And, yeah. and the next day, I feel like shit. Yeah. And I feel like shit. And I'm like, well, I already did it. That's what goes through my brain. But every Sunday, I reset. Every Sunday, I fucking reset. Okay, okay Monday's a new day. Let's do this. And, you know, for the most part, I'll do well. And, and are you saying you fall apart on the weekend? Yeah. So, like, Friday night? 
if I go out is what happens. And recently it's been a lot because of the fucking holiday and the parties. And I'm just like, Ugh. but I still like, you know, there's a part of me that like, I want to get back down to that. And I was excited about this talk because I want to hear how you did it. Well, I don't drink. I, well, that's, yeah. That's probably. No, but I'm saying like you it. could give me some key points of like. You've then been there and back twice, right? Multiple times, yeah. Right. I've gained and lost all the weight. So you've been through this more than I have. I'm trying to get there. I was skinny. I'm fat. Now I'm trying to get back down to that. Here's what I would say. If having a night off is unavoidable, make it one night a week. Don't make it a whole day. And you can mitigate how bad that is. So... Be perfect all day, and then if you have to, if you have to eat something off of your diet or your program or whatever, you can make sure that it isn't going to fuck up whatever good you did that week. So I, I would suggest looking at. I mean, if you're saying you're eat, you're eating just salads and meat all week, no, that's there are good weeks where I do that, and right. then there are weeks where I I go back and forth, like. This past week sucked. Right. I had a quad burger, That's I think twice this No, from Yucca's. Oh, wow. One day, I think it was Tuesday, I had a quad burger, I had a sada burrito, and I had two fucking tacos. That's one meal. That was lunch, and I wanted to fucking kill myself. Right. It was just... But I was so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... Okay, so if you're doing... So there's days like that where I just... I, I, I'm so fucking hungry. Yeah. And I, I've done really well. I was like, what is that, you know? And I tell my, every time I do it, I go, idiot. You're just smaller portions, whatever. And, you know, I bought everybody a lunch, so there's a bunch of shit left over. I was like, no one's gonna eat that. Ugh. Okay, let me ask you this. Is there anything you can cut out of your diet that you will just almost religious about that will never enter back in? Is there anything you can give up that no matter what, drunk in the middle of the day when you're really hungry that you just say nope that's off limits that's no longer food hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I mean, I can do that with flour, bread, 
Okay, well, that's a good start. Because I can eat meat and cheese, right? Is that a good snack? Not in high quantities. It's not a great snack. Calorically, fat has over two times the calories that carbohydrates and protein has. And cheese is mostly fat. So if you're, if you're thinking about however much energy, and I know you exert a lot of energy throughout the day, plus you start out the day most days with a workout. Yeah. If you're going way above that in what you're consuming, it doesn't really matter if you're in ketosis or, or what. Quitting flour, that's great. Have that be the thing. But I wouldn't just sit there and eat cheese and no what i'm saying for a snack so i got these little pieces of cheese wrapped in meat sure and it's four of them yeah for a snack i'm not trying to eat six of those right but just for one little thing i mean is that a good snack like what do you when you were losing weight yeah. what did you snack on or did you snack or well, did you just i went through a couple of cycles i went through a, a period eating that way but i wasn't losing weight and I had to get even stricter on keto. And it went to like chicken thighs and, you know, broccoli. That was my snack. I would just make four or five packages of those and just throw it in a Tupperware container and, and eat it. And Whenever you got hungry? Yeah. And then another thing. Does it get to a point where you're torturing yourself? Like this is torture. And does it become almost like, okay, now I love this Kind of like a workout goes where you fucking hate it for the first month and a half, and then it becomes this thing where you look forward to it. I think there is a period with whatever you do, but I also went through a couple of years of cycling where, uh, riding bicycles, yeah. where all the dudes I, I, I rode bikes with would talk about suffering in a way that romanticized it. So you almost become a little bit masochistic. Like, I want to find the biggest, hardest hill and just fucking kill myself yeah. riding up this hill. And that's the that's going to be amazing. So I, I, I do look at certain things in diet and exercise in that way. I don't want to hurt myself. No, but, but I wanna... want to experience that pain and that discomfort because whatever I get at the end is going to be much better if it's not super easy. That's right. kind of the way I think about it. So if I'm restricting food, like sugar and flour and processed stuff like that, I'm going to get off on that restriction. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. So that's what I was like. Even when I tell buddies who are overweight like me, who are like looking, I'm like, dude, it's going to suck for a month and a half, maybe two months. But I'm telling you, there's a point where it's like a drug and it's addicting and like you look forward to the the pain and the uncomfortableness and at the end of that workout you're like fuck yeah dude like yeah i fucking murdered that and so that's where i think i i really need to get my head at is like it's gonna suck broccoli and fucking chicken thighs for a month whatever you do no, i'm just yeah, saying sure. like i'm just off of what you said yeah. like it's that's where i need to get my head i would suggest instead of having a, a drunken night out lead to a fuck it kind of an attitude plan it out go i'm gonna drink i'm gonna get drunk and i'm gonna eat this and i know what i'm gonna eat and i'm not gonna go crazy and order four other things you know what i mean like yeah. actually have a plan for what you're gonna do because i i remember using drugs and alcohol and just getting to a point often of of nothing matters i can do anything and then living in regret from my actions but i think if you plan it out 
Because there's nothing wrong with having a cheat meal. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as you don't derail cheat the whole meal. week. Right. <laughs> that's, uh, right. That, that's what I'm yeah. saying, too. If you are perfect all week and then you have a cheat weekend, you can utterly undo everything, everything you yeah. did that week. Yeah. It's harder to do with a meal. I mean, you and I can put away a lot of food. Yeah. So we can definitely put a, a dent in what we did that week with a meal, but certainly hard to erase the entire week's worth of work. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? a, a meal, yeah. 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 So I would just suggest if, if being like a saint on this is impossible, plan it out. Know exactly what you're going to do and don't deviate from that. You know yeah. what I mean? I would spend a long period of time not deviating. Yeah. That was really, really okay. important. And I wouldn't trust myself with a deviation. There would be months and months and months that I would go prior to having a cheat meal. Is there like something you like built up psychologically in your head to get you to that point? I really do try and think about food as a source of energy and not as something that can bring me happiness Pleasure, yeah. in any way other than just I have energy. How much of weight loss is food and how much is exercise? Because you're like, you're in it. You're on the workouts. You know you're going to feel good. the diet is what I... But the diet, everyone says it's the diet. Yeah, I mean... So like, what's the percentage? It's 90% diet and 10% exercise? I've heard like 80-20. I have absolutely no idea what it is. I don't know. I'm trying to retain muscle right now. So Mm -hmm. if I don't exercise, it would be a disaster because the muscle will just go away because I am in a caloric deficit. So I have to tell my body, like, no, there's a reason. I have to trick it into thinking that it needs whatever muscle I have. Okay. So you're constantly just protein, 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 protein? Yes, but if I... If I was in a caloric deficit and just eating protein, the muscle's eventually going to go away just because the body's going like, what the fuck are we holding this muscle for? You don't need it to survive. Like the body doesn't know I'm in a gym lifting weights. It thinks this is what he does every day. He needs this to survive. You know what I mean? Like if, if we were back in being cavemen hunting animals, your body isn't going to give away your leg strength to eventually chase down the animal you wounded with a rock because it thinks you need that to survive. So right now I'm constantly trying to trick my body into believing that the, the, the amount of muscle it has, which is probably more than it would naturally for sure it is, um, that it's necessary for my survival. And then protein is another necessary component. And then carbohydrates are a necessary component for energy to continue tricking my body into holding on to the muscle. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when I was 500 plus pounds, there was no exercise. Like that wasn't, that was a zero part of it. A hundred percent diet. It was just went into a severe caloric restriction and lost a bunch of weight and then went, holy shit, I can lose weight. And continued. I never got back to that weight. Yeah. From, you know, 2001. So so, my point is, there are any number of options that you could just go, I'm going to do this. Sticking to it, I think, is really, really important. Make a plan and, and stick to that plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And don't deviate from that plan because the, the deviations could lead to you having regrets and the regrets could lead to you going, well, fuck it. That's literally what happens. Yeah. 
and that's that's the plan is the plan it is the plan we're doing that we meaning me myself and i yeah are doing it and you hold that your friends razzing is helpful i do okay a hundred percent because i have seen it and i have had the urge to go like i don't know that a that it's working yeah i don't know that it's successful and i just find like if i have something i want to accomplish and i continue trying in the same way to accomplish it to no effect i might change my strategy you know what i mean that's totally all. no and there i know what i need to do that's the i'm not even talking about you i'm talking oh. about your friends oh no but who, like, when i see ben and nick and yeah. guys like that giving you a hard time and adam but i need it okay i really do because if i don't if they're not shitting on me see, i think you're a little bit of a masochist as it is i am yeah. and I, like i said like when i'm when I work out and I feel that pain and I feel that uncomfortableness, like it's great. <laughs> it's, it's like a gnarly, I don't know how to describe it, but like, I just have to go back and do it. And the fact that they shit on me like that. And when I say shit, they're not like evil. No, they're conniving. I think they're concerned. They are. They're, yeah. And a lot of them were concerned. They're like, you're not supposed to be that fucking big. And they've known me my whole life. And to be from a wiry dude to 330 pounds, that's gnarly. And 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 they would see it in me like they look unhealthy. And walking up a flight of stairs, I was like, <gasps> like it, it was gnarly. And they're like, we don't want you to, f-. no one ever had a like, we don't want you to die vibe. But I could get where they were coming from. It was coming like, yo, we love you. We're, we're concerned. Right. We don't want to sound like a, pansy and be like hey bud but you know and i just think that's how all those dudes are is it's just like that's so, just so you maintain that the, that that is helpful 100 percent. i don't think i'd have gone to work out i started working out without that you know what i mean sure. like i really don't i would have just kept drinking every day and just eating whatever i wanted till i fucking died like it wasn't like it really wasn't a concern to me at all. I was right. just like, I'm fat, whatever. Like, and then of course I had a kid, and yeah. then that was like, oh fuck, I better kind of like stick around for a while. And um, that's good motivation. Kids. It's a re- yeah, it's a really good motivation. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just need to do the diet yeah. and stick with it, and that's the bottom line. Like, I just I'm so sick and tired of telling myself that. You know, how it gets annoying. Sure, I'm sure you were there at one point where you're just like. You say the same shit over and over, and it just becomes so fucking annoying in your head. And you hate having that conversations with people about your diet. You just want to fucking do it. I think the mechanism, too, is I'm going to do this thing. Here's my program, right? And then once you break that trust with yourself and you and you deviate away from it and you've now transgressed against yourself, yeah. right? then it's easier to continue doing that. So my point is just know what you know about yourself. Make a plan that allows for transgressions. Don't fucking break those. You know what I mean? If it's like on Saturday night, I get 12 beers and Taco Bell, and here's what I'm going to order at Taco Bell, and here's how many fucking packets of picante sauce I'm allowed. Like literally get super detailed and then don't go beyond that. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, And that way you can create those boundaries that give you a little bit more freedom to exist in the way you want to exist. Yeah, And you're at less risk of breaking the agreement you've made with yourself 
And then Monday morning, you wake up, you had your Taco Bell. I don't know what your four by. It doesn't your matter. It's like, oh, that looks good. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that looks good. That's I'm just going to yeah. go with, yeah. you know, my id is going to make this decision exactly. for me. That's where you get dangerous because, yeah. like, this is where our id's got us. We actually have to think about this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you can have some success. Yeah. So are you going to come back here in a couple of months and we're going to have another interview where we've gotten some progress yes okay i would say i would say like end of march okay i would come back and we can talk about where i've come from today and that's uh, a good goal that's a great goal yeah and i'm fucking in like yeah yeah hell yeah so abs end of march it's doable Yes, Great. it's doable. Great. Let's get some fun. <laughs> I actually have like four abs. I know. I really do. I, I'm I not pulling my you. shirt up right now, but I have. If I ta- if I flex, there's yeah. some abs there. Yeah. If you flex, the whole table is gonna. Move. Yeah. It'll yeah. just. So, yeah, but no, that's a great goal, and I would love to be back. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Max, thank you so much for Thanks coming. Thanks for having me. This is great. Here is the email I sent to Max. Maxie, thanks so much for coming on today was a lot of fun to talk and hopefully get you fired up to seek your goal. You asked me for some bullet points, so here goes. If keto is the most workable, do keto. Eat lots of chicken, beef, lamb, turkey, pork, fish. Make multiple days worth of any of this stuff and just live off of it, and then repeat. Eat all vegetables in any quantity aside from beets, potatoes, and corn. Eat eggs, avocado, olive oil. Plan your week out ahead of time. Write it down. Plan more food rather than less. Make sure your food is ready for the following day. Don't allow for improvisation or surprise. Do not get hungry. Don't wait until you're hungry to eat. Eat before you're hungry. Don't eat things you haven't planned on eating. Plan your cheat meal and night slash nights of drinking. Get really detailed in your plan and stick to it. Do all of this for a while with no thought about weight loss. This first step is just an increase in responsibility over food. Once you're solid on all of this, you can increase your responsibility and think about how much energy you need and how much of a deficit you can put yourself into. But avoid starvation and fatigue. You're going to crush this. Thanks for listening to American Glutton. We have more questions from AmericanGlutton.net. This one comes from Patrick. He says, I'm sure you've hit plateaus and gotten stuck along the way. Any tips to get through plateaus? Can you share your workout routines? Thanks for the question, Patrick. I have hit plateaus. I've found that as my weight drops, the amount of calories I need to consume also drops. So it's necessary to continue lowering them as you lose weight. Another thing that I found that helps with plateaus is maintenance periods. So let's say you're on a diet for a while and you're losing weight steadily. It's good to take some time off and hit a maintenance period so that your body can adjust to that weight. So then when you go to lose weight again, you don't have to restrict calories quite as much as if you were just continually dropping weight through the whole thing. Let's let's say your body requires 2,000 calories a day. If you lose a bunch of weight, your body no longer requires 2,000 calories a day. So you have to adjust for that and eat even less. But if you lose some weight and then do a maintenance period where you maintain your weight, when you start to lose weight again, it can be a little bit easier. For the second part of your question, can you share your workout routines? I generally do about half an hour of fasted cardio first thing in the morning. 
keeping my heart rate under 130 beats per minute. And then I do something called PPL splits. That's push, pull, legs. Monday will be a push workout, which is chest, tricep, shoulders. Tuesday will be a back workout. That's the pull workout, which will be back and biceps. Wednesday will be legs. And then it repeats. Thursday is chest or push. Friday is back or pull. Saturday is legs. Sunday is my rest day. That's pretty much all I do right now for working out. Thanks for writing in. If you have any questions, please submit them to AmericanGlutton.net. Give us all the likes and all the subscriptions and all the accolades you feel comfortable giving us. I'm Ethan Suplee, and as always, joined by my chaperone, Paige Dorian. Follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.